Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Exploring Life. And for today, or tonight, depending on what time it is for you, we are going to go into Lesson 3 of A Course in Miracles, and this one is focused on the escape from darkness, wholeness, and spirit, and the illusion of needs. So let's get started. So it starts out with saying that darkness cannot hide, and second of all, there is nothing you want to hide even if you could. And this is supposedly to help you release and escape from any fear. And when you realize you have nothing to hide, you will not only be willing to enter into communion, but will also understand peace and joy. So then, what is darkness in reference to? And it goes on to say that darkness is lack of light as sin is lack of love. So the reason why we have this light and dark is to shine light on the difference between sin as darkness and love as light and to see one is an illusion and the other one is reality. So anything that has to do with darkness, sin is part of the illusion and anything that has to do with light and love is part of reality. It's part of your reality and it's part of God's reality. Also, another thing that would be under the category of illusion along with darkness and sin would be the ego, which is the source of miscreations that we might create with. So, for example, projections or miscreations of any type that might hurt, hinder, other people. So, for example, you could create a killer robot that just goes on and massacres people, or you could project uh, negative emotions that are based off of an illusion. These are based off of ultimately an illusion, and they're not true to who you are because since God is perfect and he created you, you are by definition perfect because all of God's creations are perfect. And so this ego that you have has a potentiality, the ability to create things that are miscreations in darkness or sin or of the illusion or projections of negative emotions in order to teach you as you are being taught in this particular incarnation as a third density entity. And if you want to learn more about uh that I can share that that's in another podcast but pretty much it is for your learning it is something that you agree to this is something where you are learning more about yourself more about others more about emotions it's a super intense incarnation it's really not easy because a lot of things are unpredictable and a lot of things are meant to be like that because we came in here not remembering not all of us, but a lot of us did not remember where we came from or where we're going. And it's that journey of realizing again who we are, who the source is, and remembering what is reality and what is part of the illusion. And that's what a lot of people call the awakening, satori, enlightenment, um, all those different words to explain an epiphany of realization that there is the illusions of life are the illusions of life and they will cease to exist because any miscreation projection or anything built on darkness illusion or sin has a beginning and an end 
and by definition because that form in which it took place has a beginning and end and it ceases to exist in reality it truly did not exist from the quantum level so miscreations and illusions sin and the ego don't truly exist they are learning devices they're learning tools and they will disappear just like the chair you might be sitting on just like the bathroom that you're in currently maybe i don't know just like the food you're eating just like the book you're looking at that form will disintegrate and cease to exist and similarly your miscreations your negative projections these will also cease to exist which are according to the illusions according to things that truly are not according to god which are simply learning devices so that you can evolve and one day go back to god so it's really cool it's like a win-win for everyone really eventually if you think about it if everyone is being taught to be more like god and god's desire god's will is that everyone be saved and everyone come to the full knowledge of the son of god then who is to say and if everyone truly wants it whether they are aware of it or not who is to say that anyone could stop god's will from happening And technically, it's our true will too because we are perfect creations from God because God is perfect. So in our deepest essence, in our deepest inner reality, we want it. Even if we are completely uh, distracted by illusions, we are completely distracted by the pain, the insecurities, the hurt that we have believed in because other people have hurt us. Eventually, everyone is on this journey of finding God, of finding their inner reality, finding the connection between them and their creator. So anyone who grew up in the evangelical fundamental denomination of Christianity might be like, whoa, wait, sin is a lack of love? Like, how could that be possible? Like, we grew up hearing that sin is a mistake, that sin is disobedience to God, that sin is an error. And that's a great point. That is one interpretation out of 41,000 different denominations of Christianity. So I don't blame you that hearing a different interpretation is shocking or is new and might, uh, there might be some resistance against it. And I totally understand. And what I would say to that is if you grew up in that fundamental evangelical denomination that is more on the literal side of interpretation i would really question the two interpretations that you have and whichever one does the undoing of fear which is god's plan jesus's plan that's the goal is to take away your fear and to release you he who the son sets free is free indeed that probably makes the most sense according to god and if you think about sin and you actually look into the greek of what that word actually means sin in the greek means amaria which literally means to miss the mark and if we were to interpret sin as an error or mistake or disobedience which are things that truly don't exist which are part of the illusion then it wouldn't really make much sense But if the mark is God, 
if God is the middle and to miss the mark is to miss seeing things as God sees things, to miss correcting our perceptions, to miss the point of our existence, to miss the point of that situation, then sin being a lack of love is pointing to the reality that we believe in the illusion that there is a lack of love. But in reality, according to God, if God is love, and in the scripture it says God is in all and with all and through all, and God is love, then it is impossible for there to be no love. There is an impossibility for there to be a lack of love. So any sense or idea or perception that there is a lack of love is part of the illusion. And so if sin is a lack of love, and a lack of love is an illusion, then sin is an illusion because no one lacks love because we are all from God and God is love and God is the source of our existence. God is the reason for our existence and everything is because of God and everything is because of love because God is love. And so since we are all one with God, and you are one with God, I am one with God, then this illusion that there is lack is part of that teaching device. It's part of us learning the true reality. It's part of learning from these illusions in order to gain experience, in order to appreciate the light, in order to appreciate the love, in order to see the contrast so that eventually we will no longer believe in the illusions, but we will transcend them and see things as God sees them. And another way to test this is to take the position of, okay, what if sin is real and it truly does exist and it exists as errors and mistakes? Then how does that change your perception? Well, one, it would give you a lot more fear because then your sin is real And it's something to be afraid of because every time you sin and you disobey God, there's deep punishment. And then two, it makes you hyperanalyze every single day and you wonder how many mistakes you did and how many times you hurt and offended God. Because if you truly sinned and God is wrathful, then you're going to have to repent a lot every single day for every single sin, every mistake that you make. And then third... That fear can transfer over unconsciously to other areas of your life because naturally, as human beings, we don't just have success. We actually have more failures than we do have success because that's how this whole playground of life is set up. We are supposed to get muddy. We are supposed to make mistakes. And so it leaves a lot of people afraid to make mistakes because they're afraid of offending God. And so a lot of people end up not chasing their dreams. They end up not doing risky things. They end up not going outside of their comfort zone because they consider and relate sin with mistakes, unconsciously or consciously. So out of the two, which perception, which view, which reality promotes fear and which one undoes fear? And if God is love, and it says in the Bible, perfect love casts out fear, then the interpretation that is according to who God is makes the most sense. 
and I know I was going to say that we were going to cover more topics within A Course in Miracles, but this went a little longer than I thought it would, so I'll just cover that in the next lessons, but thank you guys again for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day or night. Remember, you are perfect, you are whole, you are complete, you are loved by a perfect God, and you are so amazing, and I love you, and I hope you have a wonderful day or night, and don't forget to kiss and love your loved ones, and give them big, big hugs for me. All right, bye.